in high school, I started creating like YouTube videos. That was kind of like my, my first outlet for that. <clears throat> and that kind of got me more into computers and stuff. And uh, then I started, um, yeah, creating little apps, creating little side businesses, um, uh, went into software, software development. And uh, so yeah, I've just been kind of creating little businesses and stuff for a while. Um, kind of my first startup was called Coffee Pass, which was this app that allowed coffee shops to offer order head services for their customers. Um, so that was kind of the first uh, thing I did with that. And then uh, that with that project, I was kind of like trying. Now, okay, everybody here today, I'm chatting with Noah. Hey, Noah, thanks for joining me. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, yeah, I'm Noah. I'm uh, building Potion, which is a website builder built on top of Notion. And uh, yeah, I just try to share uh, what I'm doing in public and build in public to kind of uh, help people learn along as I'm learning because I don't know necessarily what I'm doing. But yeah, so I, I share a lot on Twitter. And uh, yeah, glad to be on here. It's really awesome to have you on the show. I really love what you're building and what you're really creating. And it's an awesome experience to have you for store. Um, we chatted a while ago and that interview went very badly. So I'm actually excited to talk with you again about what you're building. So um, I want to know more about you. So who are you? What have you built in the past before Potion? Potion? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I really just like creating things, I like building things. Um, and so, I mean, back when I was in high school, I started creating like YouTube videos. That was kind of like my, my first outlet for that. <clears throat> and that kind of got me more into computers and stuff. And uh, then I started, um, yeah, creating little apps, creating little side businesses, um, uh, went into software, software development. And uh, so, yeah, I've just been kind of creating little businesses and stuff for a while. Um, kind of my first startup was called Coffee Pass, which was this app that allowed coffee shops to offer order head services for their customers. Um, so that was kind of the first uh, thing I did with that. And then uh, that with that project, I was kind of like trying to go uh, big, like make a startup that was going to grow to be a really big thing. And through that process, I kind of figured out that like, that's not really what I want to do. Like I don't like basically that's just very stressful creating like a a huge startup business. Um, there's a lot of pressure that it works and, you know, getting, going out and getting venture capital and stuff like that. And so I, I basically found that like, I still want to create software businesses, but I want to create something that we at least works for me and my family, maybe on a smaller scale, maybe eventually get like a small team, something like that. And so kind of since then the last uh, two and a half years or so, I've been focusing on kind of like indie hacker businesses, uh, solo entrepreneur kind of businesses. And I think there's different ideas that work well with that kind of category. Um, so one of the things I've been focusing on is building on other platforms. And uh, because I, there's a lot of benefits I think you can have by building on another platform, they already kind of have a market there. There's already users that they have. And if you can kind of, as a indie hacker, build yourself onto something else, um, you're not making them have to have some whole new process with a whole new app um, that they have to add into their their processes. So then they can just use the things they're already using and then kind of maybe add on your product or whatever. <clears throat> and uh, so yeah, the, the first uh, app that I, I kind of did with that was called Support Man. And it was built on top of Intercom and Slack. 
and so that was that one. And then uh, just five months ago, I started working on Potion, uh, which is built on top of Notion. Um, so yeah, that's kind of like a high overview of some of the things I've done in the past um, three, four, five years. And uh, yeah, I really just like creating products, building uh, good experiences for users and helping customers. That's really interesting. I actually just heard of your intercom product a couple, a couple, I think around earlier today. And I, I actually really love what you're building because it's, it's really interesting exactly what you're building and the content you make. Because I, I'm really fascinated about different products and I really, especially on the show, I, I, I like talking to people who are building interesting products who have interesting stories like yourself. And one thing that I learned about talking to certain people is that everyone has their own story. Even if they don't think they have a story, they have their own sort of story behind what they're building their knowledge. And that's really interesting. So um, I want to know more about exactly why you decided to build Potion and why you, why you, why are you still continuing to build it? Yeah, so um, I kind of started with Potion doing some research on trying to figure out kind of like what I did with Intercom, like finding a platform that I thought made sense to build on. Um, And so Notion kind of came to mind just because there was just a lot of talk about it online that I could see on Twitter and in communities because uh, the customers of Notion just love Notion and they love talking about Notion. And so I think that's a, that's a great, that's great when you can find a community of people that really uh, love, are talking about a product. Continue. Yeah. So like, I think that I just saw that and was like, okay, there could be something here. Um, because if people love the base tool so much, they're willing to talk about it. Then maybe with, if I build something on top of that, I can, I can kind of join into that community as well and, and help that community. And so that was one of the things that really drew me to Notion as a platform to build on, as well as thinking of ideas that really fit with the kind of customer I want to serve. And I really like to help other entrepreneurs, other people that are creating stuff, because that's, you know, that's what I like to do. I like to do that myself. And so it's fun for me to talk with those people and to help them. And so I, I wanted to choose kind of a customer that I really enjoyed. And I think other entrepreneurs, other founders really fits with that. And so I kind of was looking at Notion and kind of that community. And it just seemed like a perfect fit with being able to make a product that helped those kind of people. Um, that would, you know, something I would really enjoy doing. And so that's kind of how I came to the idea of Potion um, and started working on that. And uh, yeah, I'm happy with how it's, how it's gone so far. I think Notion has this, like Notion. I, I really love how Notion works. Right, it's it. They built an amazing platform. A lot of people will do so many different things on it. Like people people have built products on it. Um, people have made content on it. People have a whole ecosystem on there. Right, and I, I really love that because Notion has this whole community similar to Figma. Like Figma has its own sort of community. Of people design on, on on Figma. Figma Notion has this sort. Um, I really learned about Notion because Notion has this huge community of people who love their product, like you mentioned. People are crazy over Notion. People really love how simple Notion is. And I think the one way that Notion is done that, that they, really, they really listen to what people really want. They're not like other they're not like other platforms like Monday or like Evernote or something else that just make it overcomplicated. They've, they've provided the simplest, simple, mind, minimal way. And now an API right now, official API to actually build. And I, I think that really makes Notion different than other websites. 
what do you think yep no yeah i think that's definitely true like notion is just a very flexible tool it allows you to do a lot of things it kind of gives you the building blocks and so you can really do a lot with it you can put all kinds of content in it and that's what really makes it good for kind of like a, a website builder because you can kind of build out your layout you can build out your content and notion and uh, you know it's kind of where people are already writing they're already writing their blog posts there they're already writing their thoughts and things there and so just translating to that that to a website i think makes a lot of sense and that's kind of where potion comes in I think I really love exactly what Postman does. I I I I'm not, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on to like what more about Postman after this. So, um, before I actually talk about it, uh, I really love how simple Postman is. What he created on it, it's it's it, it really lets people build who don't know coding or just want a simple site build a perfectly simple site that's amazing and it's just a beautiful way to store your product. Product. So. I want to know more about now posting site. What is what exactly was the process of building Potion? Yeah, so uh, basically, what Potion's doing is it's recreating every block that Notion has um, and and recreating it in HTML and CSS, so that uh, basically. Potion has more control of each block. It's easier to customize and style each block. And then Potion kind of makes that easier for the user. And then, you know, Potion can then kind of optimize for websites. It can optimize for SEO. It can optimize for page speeds and stuff like that. And so, yeah, basically there's, Potion has a generator that's grabbing the, the content from Notion, all that data, and then recreating it in HTML and CSS and then it's hosting that um, as a static website um, so then people can have their website and it hosts it for them. And so that generator is kind of one of the, the big building blocks of, of Potion. Um, and then there's, you know, the tools to like in the dashboard to allow uh, users to kind of add their own styling and their own scripts and their own fonts and colors and things like that on top of uh of their notion uh content and so that's that's a lot of kind of how it works um any any questions about that that i I didn't make uh clear or does i guess does that make sense um so i'll start again now uh sorry for that uh so no, I don't. Have, I don't have any questions for that. I I, I didn't really make sense what you're doing. So you you let people to have a pre-existing notion document and posting to rebuild that in HTML and CSS. That's how it works, right? Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I really love how the things. So I mean, I I I was re- I was uh, page right now and I, posting really changes everything. For example, I'm on this website for uh another uh, minimum posting. I think it's Stan website. Uh, stand oh, yeah. Me. Yeah. yeah, and it, it's really beautiful. And then the, just b- before the page loaded for me for a second, it actually showed me the, the notion document of it before I rendered as the uh, rendered in Boston. Though so it's really interesting what you're building, uh, building for it, and I really love exactly how it's going. Um, what 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 is the, what was the process of actually building Boston early on and getting people to know about it? Yeah. Um, so I first started out creating kind of a, a wait list. 
Um, and that was a lot of what I tried to do was what they call like dog fooding. I'm not sure what I really called that, but dog fooding my product. And so I was building websites with potion. And so my wait list was kind of built with potion. And that was kind of some of the first tests of, of using the product myself. Um, but yeah, that was kind of some of the early on, like just trying to get um, some people to see what I was doing, um, see if anyone was interested, talking to those people on the wait list to see like what they were wanting um, and, and what would be important to them in a product like this. Uh, but a lot of what I did was just building in public. So from from day one of building Potion, I created lots of videos about my progress of what I was doing and um, sharing that and just kind of like the problems I was facing as I was building the product. And uh, that was really helpful, actually, because I would get some feedback from people um, of their thoughts of it. Um, and so kind of in a, in a way, had a little group of people that was kind of interested in what I was building already just from kind of the building and public stuff. But then that translated into some of my first customers and, and people that were giving me feedback on the product. Um, so that that definitely helped a lot as I, as I started Potion in, in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I think really building in public helps a lot of creators. People don't, don't think about it as much. So building in public is a wonderful way to actually build your product because it really helps people who, who who might not know what you're building learn about your product and learn about the the, 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 the like it's, it's like daily vlog or daily process of building it. And I I see that you you post a lot of videos on YouTube about I think you're more about what you're building, how the problem you face building. I, I, I think that really gets a lot of interest to people who really want to know how to build products. I, I know myself, the whole the whole reason I'm still building this product is that people really love hearing other people's stories and learning from people like you. So I, I think that's a really nice way to actually build your product, of building in public, um, being open about it, open about it. Do you think like, do, do you think we'll see more people building in public in the future? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I've noticed like building in public has definitely gotten really big in the last year. Um, and it seems like that that kind of everyone's starting to do it, especially like indie hackers and stuff, which I think makes a lot of sense, especially if you're you're building products that are kind of like tools or things in the entrepreneur space. Because, the you know, the people that enjoy following build in public are, are those that are, you know, other entrepreneurs, other creators. And so if you have a tool that kind of helps those people and kind of fits within that niche, um, then I think building they, a public they, can make they, a they, lot they of sense. Love it themselves. Yeah, exactly. And I, that's, that's really what it's all about. It's like, if you if you really build a public, and a lot of people who follow building public are people who are entrepreneurs and uh, creators are people who want to build products. And honestly, I think one of the best ways that make a public really work well is when they actually go to a certain audience and i, I really love their building so i, I want to know more about the product on launch because you, you had a wonderful product on launch that went really well it was the first product of the day first product of the week and third product of the month which is really amazing so i want to know more about your product on launch how it went what was part of the building it building it yeah so I started kind of planning out my product hunt launch like a month before I actually did it. And I kind of had this uh, gut feeling that the product hunt launch could be a big thing for my product because uh, one, like, you know, a lot of the product hunt community is other makers, founders, creators. And so I think Potion kind of fits well in that niche. So I thought it'd be a pretty good place for that. And then also like I'd just seen 
previous Notion products that launched on Product Hunt, just they all seem to do really well. So there seems to be a really good fit between people that love Notion and that and people that love Product Hunt. And so I really wanted to make sure I, I used the launch well. Um, and so I kind of really did a lot of planning beforehand. And, and I think that investment made sense in my case. Maybe that doesn't make sense for all, all products. And so I, I started to really think about like, okay, how could I make this be as good of a product hunt launch as possible? And, and so obviously there's things you can do. Um, but a lot of, you know, a product hunt launch going well is, is, you know, you can't really control it. It's, there's so many like variables that are not in your control. And so, you know, in some ways that means it's, there's a little bit of luck there too. Um, and so that was definitely like, that definitely ended up going well somehow in my favor. Um, but yeah, one of the, the big things that you can do that I think is pretty important is just getting a good hunter, uh, because, Hunters are kind of known in the product hunt community and uh, people like to see what specific hunters are hunting and they're more interested in it because of that hunter. And hunters actually have followers where if you can get a hunter that has a good amount of followers on product hunt, um, they, you know, all those followers. Sorry. No, sorry. I didn't want to say the same thing as you. So it's okay. Yeah, all those followers will then see your launch. And so that's, I think, one of the things that you can do. And so I I got uh, Chris Mesna, which is, he's like the number one product hunter on Product Hunt. He, he hunts something every day. And so I was able to get him to hunt my product. And so that was that was a really big thing, kind of first step, because he has 20, like 8,000 followers on Product Hunt. So it, it kind of helps with that first kind of boost. Um, and then, you know, because I was... I think, again, kind of like sharing in public, I was trying to share kind of what I was trying to do with my product hunt launch. And and really, that just helps people, my followers, people on Twitter to kind of know that it was coming up so that they would be ready to kind of support me. Um, but I think the other reason why it, it went so well was because, you know, basically the community around me was like they they wanted to help out. And I think that's another benefit of working in public and doing things in public. If you're if you're kind of giving to those around you, you know, giving your learnings, giving what's working for you, um, and, and making valuable content for people, which you know I tried to do over the last six months. Um, and, and you know, if you're giving, 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 whenever you do finally ask, people are very willing to to help you out. And so that's kind of what I did was just kind of asked all my followers, everyone that kind of had been seeing what I was doing, um, asked them if they would go and support me on product hunt. And, uh, I think, yeah, I think that people were more willing to support since I had been kind of involved in the community beforehand. So I think that was like one of the biggest assets that like really helped the launch go well. Um, You know, I, I, so some like little more technical strategic things I'd try to do is you launch on uh, midnight. So, well, the start of the day, so it's midnight and uh, so it's usually pretty late. So trying to get to the top in those first couple hours is really important so that as people start to check out product hunt the rest of the day, they'll hopefully see your product first. And so trying to really make a big push those first couple hours is really, really important. So I uh, had a couple email lists from Potion um, that I, I reached out to and asked if they would go support it. And then I actually went back through like my last 50 DMs. So people that like I'd had some kind of 
chat with um, before on Twitter and ask them all to go support it. And probably about 50% of them uh, went and did that. Um, you know, you can basically just try to make as much of a ruckus as you can on Twitter uh, so that people <laughs> can go and, and see what you're doing on product hunt as you can. Um, another little hack there is to add to all of your profiles and stuff, just add basically in your profile bio that you're launching on product hunt today and have the link and just, you know, try to point everyone to product hunt as much as you can. Um, so that, yeah, everyone will go check it out and, uh, you'll get as many people seeing that as possible. So those were the, some of, some of the things I tried to do. Um, I actually even did like a Twitter spaces for a couple hours with some different people the day of the product hunt launch. I'm just talking about some of other people, other makers journeys. Um, but you know, those people that showed up kind of heard about my product hunt launch as well. So that's like another kind of thing that you can do just trying to make kind of a ruckus. Um, Mm. but yeah, other than that, like it just kind of took off. People seemed to to really like what I was up to. And so I was really thankful for that because yeah, there's only so much that you can do or that I was able to do. And so I'm thankful that it, it worked out. Um, you know, you never know if uh, some big Apple or product is going to launch in the same day and then your chances of succeeding are automatically going to yeah, go squat. That's, so. that's, that's a nice thing. I think like really one thing about being a product product hunter is that you used to have like a pre-pleasing audience, pre, sorry, pre-pleasing audience before you actually launch. Like you mentioned, you had a mailing list, Twitter following. I feel like really for a lot of product hunter, it'll make a huge difference on your product. And how people really think about it because product hunt is where it's basically the front page for product launches right a lot of people from different companies and people just go there and find new products discover new things and it, it can really if it goes really well make a difference in how your product goes and yep i really love the part posting launchment and posting and the entrepreneur but our, you both launched in the same week i think i think I, it's been it's been a really busy who, who else part oh the on the on entrepreneur I think you both launched in the same week. I think you and Arvid launched not on the same day, but the same week. Oh yeah, Ar- Arvid. Yeah, he he yeah he launched like two days later. Yeah. And I the both launches were amazing. You both had like so almost the same strategy, and I really love what you're both building. Um, I have a few questions from the community that I wanted to ask you that I forgot to ask. Some of them I already asked you uh, in a way before we started. Though one of those questions from somebody who wanted to know that. What are your what are your future plans for posting and expansion for it? Yeah, so I actually just added a a roadmap page to Potion that's at potion.so slash roadmap. Um, so yeah, I have some things on there that I've I've started to uh, work towards. So um, definitely like working like always making the optimizing the page speeds, making the website faster, uh, websites faster. Uh, one of the things I've gotten a lot of feedback and request for is being able to have like a site header um, with like the main links and things um, that people want to add. And so building out like a a little site header, like no code builder for your potion site is one of the the next kind of big things. Um, Allowing people to easily uh, build a website with a potion subdomain. So they don't necessarily have to have a custom domain or just so that they can set it up and, and see it working as quick as possible. That's kind of one of the things. Um, eventually getting towards like password protected websites. Um, that's <laughs> kind of a big feature that people care a lot about. And then allowing people to manually publish their website. So like right now, whenever you change anything in Notion, it automatically updates your website. And 
teams especially like kind of need more of a process around updating their website so they can like review uh, the changes and make sure everything's good. And so, yeah, adding a way to kind of manually do that, I think is uh, would add a lot of leverage for um, some customers. So that's kind of one of the the things. Uh, but yeah, there's there's so many things you can do kind of in the website builder space. Um, and uh, there's definitely more things, ideas that I have. Um, those are kind of the, the ones that I have public and kind of on the roadmap right now. Mm-hmm. And I, I really love what you want to build. I feel like um, Bullshit has a huge like future on it and what you're really building on. And honestly, the way that you're building open is really interesting and it helps a lot of people. Um, I have one more community question quickly before we um, really continue. Um, so the question from somebody else, and I, I I I wanted to ask earlier, but I didn't. Um, you mentioned you you built an intercom product before. I want to know more about quickly about that product and why did you switch? Why did you start building the product? Product. Yeah. So, um, that product was called Support Man, and it sent ratings um, that customers would get in their conversations. Um, it would send those ratings over to Slack as well as bring in some metrics from intercom over to Slack and send like weekly reports and things like that. And so it was kind of a simple tool for support teams. And, uh, I, I got that up to like $300 MRR had like eight paying customers for it. And so it, you know, it got a tiny bit of, uh, traction. Um, but I, I felt like there was maybe just not enough potential with that product and with that market. Um, it, cause it, it just felt like I had to kind of push it too much on my own. And one of the big kind of hypothesis that I'd have, which was that most of my customers, I would get a decent amount of customers from the intercom marketplace. And that would be kind of my main kind of marketing and stuff. And I got some customers from there, but just not near as many as I was expecting to, to kind of make a business off of that. And so that's when I kind of started to look towards some other ideas, uh, just because I felt like it just didn't have enough potential. Um, and I actually still have that business kind of running in the background on the side and still <laughs> have those customers that are, are using it and stuff. Um, but yeah, that's kind of why I decided to kind of look elsewhere. And, and that's when I, I started with Potion. Mm. I really love that exactly, right? I feel a lot of people just build a product, and then some products, not, honestly, not all products work, right? Some of them might be nice and get customers, but not all of them exactly work. And and, I, and that's, that's really interesting thing. It's a twip. So um, thank you for answering that question. Um, I want to thank you for joining me today on the interview. On the interview. I had a lot of fun really chatting with you and uh, talking about what you're building and all of that. Um, it was really interesting about exactly what we chatted about today. And I really hope the episode really helps people. Help people. Do you have anything to say before we end the episode? No, that was good. That was that was fun. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thank you. Okay, everybody, have a wonderful day. And yeah, have fun. And that's it for the episode, folks. Thank you for listening to the episode. I'm so excited for you. And if you use this episode, make sure to check out postin.so, do the Swiss builder we mentioned in this episode that knows Noah built, and follow Noah on Twitter. Alright, everybody, have a good day, and see you next week.